Hey everybody, I'm Julia. I'm Miranda. And we're here to do one thing. Put the P in raspberry. And just like the P in raspberry, everything we're about to say is completely pointless. Every week, Julia and I will give our unwanted opinions on all things pop culture. Because what the world needs now more than ever is another flamboyantly beguiling duo with a podcast that contributes absolutely nothing to society. Enjoy. Enjoy. And you know what? 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 Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Pea in Raspberry. I am joined today, as always, by my favorite cancer woman, Zendaya. <laughs> no, <laughs> imagine. JK, guys, it's me, Julia. Laugh. <laughs> today, we're going to be discussing celebrity feuds. We have already discussed um, celebrity couples, we've talked about love, but today we want to talk about hate. Mm, We could use a little more of it. Mm -hmm. Some of these are long-ass feuds. I was doing research for this and some of them are like over years. Over and it started Mm. with like small things. It's honestly amazing. I cannot hold a grudge for very long. I just don't have the energy for it. If I do hold a grudge against someone for that long, it's like I really hate them. So yeah, this is interesting. We'll have fun. Uh, Julia, do you have anything to say to start us off? Yeah, some of these feuds are scary. But also, I feel like we'll discuss with each person sort of how real it is. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of it seems to sell records, if you know what I mean. But to your point, I can't hold a grudge for that long either. If I try to hold a grudge for someone, it just comes out like poop form. (laughs) And then I feel better. And then it's over. You know what's interesting? I feel like your discussion of poop and poopy pants has really grown over, you know, the time of this podcast. That's true. If it weren't for the pee and raspberry, I would never be talking about poopy diapers. <laughs> I always talk about poopy diapers. What was I saying just last week about, oh, Tom Holland. Yeah. With his saggy pants and the poopy diapers. Yeah. That was crazy. You're so right. So we're excited to start this. We're trying a few new things this episode. Mm-hmm. Julia's recording in a new location. I have a new microphone. Hope it sounds good. So yeah, very exciting. Anyway, do you want to pick the first few to discuss? Ooh, I would love to. <laughs> Guys, sorry, I need to interrupt. Guys, I'm literally recording in my school's library study room. And I'm very insecure because somehow I got the one room with the glass door. <laughs> So if I'm if I'm sniped in the middle of this, as if somebody comes and tells me I cannot be in here, please listen to a previous episode and No, don't worry, I'll carry you know, on. We'll see you next week. I'll carry on your legacy, Julia. Okay, cool. Cool. Thank you very much. Okay, so I think the first few that we do should be one that is ended, at least to our knowledge. And that is Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. However, before you explain kind of what this feud is about, I do want to note Taylor Swift is actually very known for having feuds. Mm-hmm. There was this time, I believe it was like 2015. Yes, 2015. The Baba music video came out and she had all these famous women in it, including Zendaya, mm-hmm. our woman in shining armor. And she became known in like 2015 as like this like girl group kind of woman of having this like girlfriend group and stuff and a lot of celebrities have actually like spoken out and been like oh yeah she like really wanted me to be part of that friend group and I like didn't want to 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot mm-hmm. of people have been saying, like, it's just super clicky, super mean girly, and Zendaya herself was in the Bad Blood music video. But then they were never to be seen as friends again. So she's a very interesting woman in talking about feuds because, girl, what has happened? Yeah, I agree. It's really interesting because when we were compiling this list, there's three things on here that are with Taylor Swift. And two of them are connected, but, like, Mm -hmm. that feels like a lot. And in some ways, I feel kind of bad. Like, it sucks that that's or that was her image for so long, you know? Anyway, we'll get into it. Do you want me to explain the Katy Perry versus Taylor Swift feud? Yes, please. Okay, so this is going to be sort of a condensed version, because there was a lot that happened that's just, I don't feel like explaining, seems unnecessary. So basically, it starts in 2013. According to the dancers themselves, they there was two dancers that were on Taylor Swift's tour, that left to join Katy Perry's tour because they were like, well, we're not really dancing that much on Taylor's tour anyway. And they like really knew Katy, had worked with her before, were friends with her, wanted to go join her tour. Um, So that happens. And then Taylor at some point says that Katy, she doesn't name Katy Perry, but she says like some female artist tried to sabotage her tour by trying to hire several of her staff like out from under her. Then a couple years later in 2015, when Bad Blood is released, she's like, yeah, this song is about another female artist. And she specifies, which is interesting, she specifies it's not a feud about boys. It's a feud about like the business, about work. And then so that happens. And then after that, at some point at some awards show Taylor wins for like best music video and then Nicki Minaj is upset about it because she got snubbed and she tweets Nicki tweets about like you know if you have a bunch of skinny white women in a music video I guess you win Mm. and which Nicki is right because she's calling out the racism in the industry but then Taylor's sort of like Taylor's like you know don't tear down other women or some crap like that and then Katie tweets in support of Nicki and also being like, how are you going to talk about tearing down other women when, like, I'm right here and this situation is right here? I'm not wording it well, obviously. It's, she doesn't say exactly that, but it's something like that. And then, to bring it all together, in 2017, Katie releases a song called Swish Swish with Nicki Minaj featuring. And that song, I actually watched the music video, like, while I was researching this, because I was trying to remember what that song was. And it's just, like, about, like, I don't know, she's just saying, like, I'm going to say who I am, like... I'm cool, you can't knock me down, whatever. So that happens. Another diss track in response. Classic celebrity singer feud. So classic. But then later that same year, remember when Katy Perry had that 72-hour live stream? No. You don't remember that? No. Oh my god. Okay. Well, in 2017, Katy, for like, to promote her album or whatever, does a 72-hour live stream of herself (laughs) on YouTube. Like... (laughs) It's actually ridiculous. But then during that, at some point... Did you point, watch it in preparation? No. <laughs> Imagine. I Imagine. sit for 72 I like, hey, hours. Miranda, do you mind? <laughs> but then on that, she's like talking to a journalist or something, and she expresses that she wants to make amends to Taylor. She's like, you know, I just want to like end this, whatever. In 2018, she sends Taylor a literal olive branch, like before her tour or something, to be like good luck on your tour and then in 2019 there's the infamous post where i think katie posted it of like cookies it's literally a if you look up the photo it's actually so stupid it's a um plate of like chocolate chip cookies 
with red icing drawn um, peace signs on the plate and she captures it peace at last and then that's when katie is in taylor's you need to calm down music video and they're like friends and that they're like we're all good so that's the end of it i have one word for this feud stupid you know what makes me mad hmm. taylor swift it sometimes it just makes me mad when people have feuds with like Actually, I don't even know their ages. I'm just assuming Katie's older. Yeah. Slash Katie's kind of been famous for longer. Is that even accurate? I don't know. I used to be obsessed with Katy Perry when I was a kid. Literally her her concert, like her concert movie thing came out on my birthday. It was like my like, I don't know, like 12th birthday. And I literally had all, me and all my friends come to the theater. I was so hype about it. Anyways. I feel like you've said that on the podcast before. I honestly probably did because it's a really memorable moment in my life. And it's it's funny to think about now because you would never like associate me with Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. But I really used to worship that woman. I saw like the whipped cream boobs. No, yeah. And I was like, wow. It makes sense because she's very camp or she used to be very camp. Mm-hmm. She used to be. I love the older. Like if she was still doing that, mm-hmm. I'd be obsessed. Anyways, it just like annoys me sometimes when there are feuds between people of like different age groups and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, I expect when people are like, oh my god, guys, like, TikTok drama. But it's, like, two people who are so successful, so famous. They're so, like, respected in the industry. They can literally make anything they want happen, and both of them have. To just, like, feud over something so petty doesn't even make sense. I don't know. But I also kind of respect the drama of it all. Mm -hmm. Because, like, them making music videos, literally dissing one another is hilarious. That's honestly really funny. The fact that Taylor Swift probably dropped like millions on like the Bad Blood music video just to be like, oh, this is about another woman. Yeah. Okay. Like, don't really support that, but it's really entertaining to watch if you're on my side of things. Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj, ridiculous song. Actually, that's the music video that Katy Perry had that boy from Vine, right? Yeah, okay. Something about this music video that I, that's irrelevant to the feud, but I did want to say, is in that music video, she has the backpack boy with who, like, does the floss dance move. She has Gaten Matarazzo from Stranger Things. She has... Oh um, my god, yes! She has Christine from the... Happy Christmas Vine and like some other people, like all these. Oh, Christine Sadelgo? Yes. Oh. And like Terry Crews and like all these. It was so interesting watching because I was like, oh my God, this woman is so good at like profiting off of the clout of like whoever was a meme at the time or popular. Like Christine Sadelgo and the backpack kid are not still that popular on social media these days but to look back at where we were when that was released like four years ago all those people were so popular and she put them all in her music video like that's actually really interesting i also think it was i think it was a sort of i don't want to say stance but considering nikki made the comment about taylor swift's music video just having skinny Mm -hmm. white women all of which are recognizable faces that are literally paid so much money every year i do think it was a sort of because you said she had terry cruz too right Mm -hmm. i do think it was a sort of oh no here's here's my group here's my posse these Mm -hmm. completely random misfits like yeah that's actually a good take you know i think part of it was no here's who i like hanging out with like actual fun people not Mm -hmm. just like supermodel you know which i rather smoke a blunt with katie's music (laughs) video than taylor's yeah well let's talk about zendaya but i don't think zendaya would be good hi but Imagine, but the thing is, I wouldn't even want to hang out. I'm I'm so happy Zendaya did not join that whole group because I wouldn't even want to hang out with Zendaya in like that group. Mm. Like that group would ruin the vibe and bring it all down because the stuff that Zendaya and I have to talk about, 
they would not appreciate or understand. Mm -hmm. And I think all of them high would be super weird. Whereas Christine, literally, this is actually such an example of white privilege, but Christine literally had like my weight in weed once. I'm actually not kidding. You can like look it up on Twitter. It was like her and like Elijah like got pulled over or whatever. And like literally had like a hundred pounds of weed or something. And actually nothing happened to them. But anyway, off topic. But the point is, I think it was a sort of a sort of point. And and Katie's always prided herself on being like a I'm not perfect, this one's for the misfits. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. Whereas Taylor, let's be honest got her start because her dad literally bought her a contract or whatever or a record label whatever he did i don't know so that's why i used to love katie but the music video is terrible the song is terrible (laughs) i just live for the drama it's very entertaining between the two i think i don't know the whole point to them be like okay now she has to be in my music video to show that we're fine like tired boring i don't know yeah i was gonna say is what it is i sort of like you were saying like i respect the drama i kind of respect the like here's the end of the feud clarification it's kind of nice as like the outsider to know like this is then but like you said it's also sort of corny and tired Mm -hmm. but maybe it's because i don't really care about either of them that much yeah exactly i think that's why this feud just isn't super interesting to me i think that there are certain celebrities that profit off their feuds greatly and that's why i feel like we don't see like zendaya for example oh she's such an angel (laughs) getting into these messes because she's someone who very much prides herself on her work and is like i only want my work to speak for itself Mm -hmm. like i only want you to like watch this movie that i'm in and then form your opinion on me as opposed to anything else and that's why she's like barely even active on social media and whatever i think she's really true to who she genuinely is deep down so yeah sometimes it's a little like let's be real I don't think if they see each other in person, someone needs to hold Taylor Swift's size two waist back because she's about (laughs) to lunge at Katie. No, I highly doubt it's like that at all. I think it's the sort of thing where it's like you guys are very popular female celebrities. You have different sort of fan bases, but in similar demographics. Let's have you guys feud, sell a few records, move on. Mm -hmm. I think our second feud, on the other hand, shows two women who genuinely from the bottom of their hearts disliked each other to put it nicely and that is Nicki Minaj and Cardi B these two girlies they just can't be tamed Uh -uh. both of them are very outspoken and oh this feud I will tell you this feud is a little bit entertaining to me a little bit funny to me because I will never forget seeing that bump. Yeah. Wasn't it on Cardi's head? Yes, a big ass bump on Cardi's forehead. That big bump on Cardi's forehead is something. It's something I would dream up. It's something I would post my Finsta and be like, oh my God, guys, I had the craziest dream that Cardi B literally had like this circle on her head. <laughs> that was, no. Miranda, would you like to explain the backstory? Mm. Yeah, so this was also fun to research because... I totally remember the, like, fight and that photo, like you're saying, but I didn't really know where it started. So, in reading about this, the first thing that happened was in 2017, Nikki supposedly liked Instagram comments, like, talking about how Cardi's lyrics were bad. I mean, when I was reading about this, the article I was reading was like, but these could have been faked. So, I don't know, keep that in mind, they could have been faked. But then, people also think that Nikki dissed Cardi B on a song. The lyrics are something like, I heard these labels trying to make another me. Everything you're getting is because of me. And so people are like, oh, that's about Cardi. But Nikki denies this. Then what happens the next year is honestly sort of hard to follow still, even though I literally read about this. They're both in a song called Motorsport. And what happens 
it's like with Migos, I think. Mm-hmm. What happens is Nikki changes her verse and Cardi is like upset about this because she thinks, I think number one, there's like some lyrics about her somewhere. And then number two, she just was like, why didn't I know about this or whatever? Cardi thinks Nikki changed it to piss Cardi off or whatever. Um, But Nikki's like, no, like one of the Migos literally asked me to change it. Like he asked me to take out my singing part, which I really liked, blah, blah, blah. Then later that same year, as that song comes out, they talk at the Met Gala and Cardi said in some article, like, you know, just something we needed to talk about. Like, we just need to bring it up, but we're fine now. But then four months after the Met Gala at a New York Fashion Week after party, Cardi tries to fight Nikki. And so that's where the famous photos from and everything. Cardi throws her shoe at Nikki. Cardi says that they fought because Nikki criticized her as a mother and she was wildly offended. And then Nikki later says, no, I never said that. Like, I would never criticize someone's mothering. It was really embarrassing for me. Like, I'm wearing like a couture gown and she's throwing her shoe at me. And that's sort of where it ended. And so that was in 2018. I don't know where they're at now, but I think a good physical fight is really entertaining for a feud. I think this is one of those feuds where we will never know like the full truth behind Mm -hmm. all the details you just shared. Like even something as simple as like the Instagram comments. I think that's something especially that I didn't even know about that till like later. So especially if you were not experiencing the moment, it's actually really hard to even say if that were true. I'm sure a lot of them have had so much to say about the other behind the scenes that we will just simply never know. And even with motorsport, I actually remember when all the motorsport drama was happening and it was like so confusing in the moment. Everyone was like, what is going on? And there were so many different like tweets of some barbs, but then some Nick, uh, sorry, some Cardi fans saying what they think happened and but presenting it all as facts and whatever. I don't think we'll ever know like the true truth behind it. However, what's really interesting about this celebrity feud is that when you have people like Katie and Taylor, they do things a certain way. First of all, they're as white as white can be, okay? Mm-hmm. And they do things a certain way. Like for all we know, they could have been cursing each other out 24-7 behind the scenes, but they were like, in order to really get her... I'm going to basically make a song called Bad Blood, sell millions of copies, and not only is it a great dance song, Katie's going to be, like, super offended. (laughs) That was how they dealt with it. Whereas Nikki and Cardi are from a different kind of life. They did not grow up privileged at all, and this is not how they deal with things. So, yes, like, they're famous celebrities, but they were like, no, if a girl has a problem with me, let's settle this. So they were, you know putting their jabs at each other. And then I think New York Fashion Week is when it all kind of exploded. And it's really crazy because one of the things about the New York Fashion Week debacle, do you understand how crazy famous you have to be? I forget what show it was. It was an after party, but it was like for a specific show. Anyway. Yes. They were both like super expensive, amazing gowns, whatever. Do you understand how like famous and iconic you have to be to throw a shoe at somebody else or to have a shoe thrown at you at New York Fashion Week at an after party wearing a couture gown and there's not even a question as to like whether or not like you'll be in trouble for this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nothing, when this all happened, nobody sat down being like, I wonder if like Cardi's not going to be as famous now. I wonder if mm-hmm. Nikki's going to get X, Y, and Z taken away from her. No. Like when you're at that level of fame, that just only builds your brand. Whereas if you're someone else, if you're a friggin' TikToker and you're making a mess of yourself at like a high-end party, forget it, you're donezo. And you're completely like blackballed and whatever, everybody hates you. For them, it's like, it's extraordinary to really think about, they did something so 
B-A-N-A-N-A-S. And they will really applaud it for it. I mean, we're literally sitting on the most popular podcast of all time <laughs> discussing the iconicness of this all end of sentence, period. That's bizarro. Kilimanjaro. Also, I think the real problem here, and Nikki has actually said this before, Nikki changed the rap game for women. Mm -hmm. That's literally a fact. Like, you actually cannot look at her stats. You cannot look at everything she's done and argue else otherwise. Thank you. Otherwise. Same with, like, Lil' Kim. Like, Nikki constantly... Nikki constantly... Nikki's really good at actually, like, paying respects to the women who have come before her and who have opened up doors for her. And that's something she's very comfortable doing. She likes doing. Even non-rappers like Beyonce will uh, wear Lil' Kim looks and stuff. Like, they're very... They applaud the women who came before them because Nikki could not have done all she's done if this were Mm -hmm. 30, 40 years ago, whatever. So she was frustrated because Cardi had been saying on, like, multiple occasions that none of her career has anything to do with Nikki. And she's said on multiple occasions, like, what do you mean this was me, blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I think what she didn't understand, Nikki's not claiming she watched a Nicki Minaj music video and was like, oh my God, I like that. Let me do that. No. But what Nikki's saying is I've been in this game for so long. Becoming a rapper as a woman now has so much more respect. And you're, you're able to do things that men have been able to do for so much longer than us. Being a black woman in the music industry in general. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like saying Beyonce hasn't changed anything. Of course she has. Yeah. All these iconic performers... Tina Turner, like all the, you know what I mean? All these people. So that's, I think, what was tripping people up. And I think in that sense, Cardi is wrong for that. And I think it is. I mean, just, that's the funny thing. It's like, even if you're not a female rapper, like if I became famous tomorrow, I would literally have people to thank. Because 40 years ago, there'd be no chance of that happening, you know, because Mm -hmm. people have changed things. So this, I question. Now, this feud is funny to me. I don't think we'll ever see them, you know, dancing on each other in a music video because (laughs) why would we? Don't think that's how they solve things in general. And it's really entertaining. I'll be the first to say it. It is. Yeah, I was going to say, which I didn't include in my summary, but I think at some point during this drama, I think it was Cardi, like, spoke in an interview or something about, like, you know, I don't, we don't want to be the women being pitted against each other, especially, like, as black women, we don't want to be pitted as, like, the angry black women, Right. blah, blah, blah. But I think that you're totally right, because I think that that, what Cardi said is true, but Nikki just wanted the respect of, like, Mm -hmm you know, being acknowledged that she paved the way. That's a really good point of the the pitting women against each other thing because it, it takes on such a different connotation mm-hmm. when it's them as opposed to Taylor and Katie, mm-hmm. for example. And that is the part that obviously makes me upset. You know, here's the thing. You don't have to like one another, especially if you are in the same industry. Let's not pretend celebrities go home being like, no, I, I genuinely hope <laughs> everyone else in my field does better than me. Of course not. There's so much competition in life, especially when you're in a field that you literally win awards for. And two people as famous as then. And I understand why. Like, Cardi was... Cardi became, like, so famous so fast. Yeah. I actually remember seeing her on Love and Hip Hop. And remember I made that video where she was like, I'm just a regular, regular, regular girl from the Bronx? I don't remember. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> um, but she was so... So you, like, struggled for long. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, overnight. She was, like, literally getting millions and millions of followers. So I understand why. Like, if you're in her position, you'd be like, nope, every, everybody else. Like, this is my time, blah, blah, blah. 
I get it. But it's unfair the way that they were like pitted against each other. And I think a huge part of this feud is that they were actually pushed to be rivals before they even were. Yeah. Because people see, and this happens with all black people. This literally happens to Zendaya all the time. People see like two black women in just any sort of similar field. And they're immediately like, oh my God, who do you like better? We see it with Rihanna and Beyonce all the time. Yeah. They're such good friends. They work great together. They've hung out multiple times. And people are constantly like, who do you like more? Who do you like more? This is why Rihanna's more iconic. This is why Beyonce's more iconic. Who cares? What do you mean? Yeah. Who cares? They don't have beef. Why can't they just both exist? They can't coexist. And it's and I think that that happened to Cardi and Nikki immediately where the second Cardi's becoming famous, people are like, you know what? She's actually kind of better than Nikki if you think about it. Like, that's not even the question. Yeah. That, who cares? You can like them both. It's annoying. And if you like one of them, that doesn't mean you have to hate the other one. Like, what? it's stupid. It's stupid. I think they're on different playing fields as well. Nikki's that, I don't know. I think they're actually not even as similar as people make them out to be. So to even put them against each other is just ridiculous. We see it with my girl Z all the time. They compare her to every biracial actress Mm -hmm. in the game. And it's like the most ridiculous thing in the world. People don't want to see black women succeed. That's the moral of the story. And it's gross. But it happens, guys. That's why you should probably cash up me. (laughs) uh, What's your cash up? Come on. Oh, you know, I'll put it in the description for this episode, guys. (laughs) Okay, good. Getting Julia paid. If you found us really entertaining, that should probably be your next move. Mm. What feud should we discuss next? Okay, I think this is the one that people are waiting on a little bit. I think people at this point in the episode are like, no, why have they not mentioned this feud? What's going on? Miranda and Julia, like, do do you guys need anything? Like, can I cash up you? And I mean, the answer to that is yes. Yes, the answer is yes. So... The next few, sort of like a two-person versus one person, if you will. Like Kim and Kanye versus Taylor Swift. Now, this feud is the, the what popped into my mind when I told Miranda we should do a celebrity feud episode. Mm. I don't know why I was thinking about it, but this feud has so many layers. When I tell you, my sister is not huge in celebrity job. Like, my sister is the exact type of person you would expect a 22-year-old in 2021 to be like where like she knows celebrity stuff and she's like into it but she's nowhere near my level and like half the time when I say things to her she's like I don't know what you're saying and she walks away like if it's stuff like straight cis women are interested in then she knows it okay you know what I mean yeah yeah like you know how you know how Colton just came out as gay who okay see this is the okay here's the criteria Miranda and my sister are basically opposites in terms of what they're into Colton he used to be the bachelor a few seasons ago oh oh my god okay and he just like came out as gay obviously a big deal because he's on a show that's so good for him vicariously heterosexual and I texted her oh my god like Colton's gay and she immediately like was like oh my god yeah I already know oh my god I saw the interview blah, 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 all this stuff okay I don't know where I'm going with this <laughs> But the point that I'm trying to make is that this feud entertained me and my sister to no end. Mm -hmm. Like we were sobbing, laughing because there's an extra layer of this with Chloe Grace Moretz that I just need you to remind me of to mention. Actually, can I just explain this feud for a sec? Yeah, go ahead. I actually didn't put that in there, but if you want to talk about it, go right ahead because it actually is hilarious. Yeah, well, because it's so like irrelevant. It's just like – yeah. It was so funny, like, in the moment. I'm going to explain this because my dad lives, breathes, eats, and sleeps Kanye. He will defend him till his death. Totally cool. Okay, here we go. So I know for a fact, as you all know, at the VMAs years and years and years ago when Miranda and I were we children, You Belong With Me won over single ladies. Of course, as you all know, Kanye stopped literally everything and went on stage, you know, the famous... I'm gonna let you finish, mm-hmm. took the microphone, whatever, was saying how Beyonce deserves it. I, I mean, to be honest, he wasn't lying. 
but yeah. obviously completely inappropriate. Taylor didn't really do anything, didn't really know what to say, whatever. Then it was supposedly, and you guys can't see me, but I'm doing cute little air quotes with the little bunny ears, <laughs> supposedly ended very quickly. And it was whatever, mistake, like we're fine. Then in 2016, Kanye came out with the famous The Life of Pablo. I actually very much enjoy that album, Unrelated. He came out with The Life of Pablo and in his song Famous, he has a famous line that says, I made that B famous. You guys obviously know what the B word is. But- also, I do want to say, I didn't put this in the notes, but before that line in the same song, he says, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an important line to me too. I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that B famous. Mm-hmm. I made that B famous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's a famous line whatever big deal actually because this it's important to note this album in general actually very much did break the internet mm-hmm. regardless of the taylor line this was a big era for kanye and this is during the whole launch of yeezy and it was like i'll, I'll still remember the pictures of kendall and all them in their yeezy outfits it was all the rage like everybody was obsessed with kanye yeezy the life of pablo so this was a big deal because i don't think taylor was doing anything super spectacular during this time so that happened then I'm going to go in chronological order and then I'm going to circle back, right? So then in 2017, Taylor decides to completely delete all her Instagram posts, reinvent herself with her Reputation album. I'm sorry. Like, I respect Taylor. I respect women in music. I actually think her Reputation thing was, like, seriously the dumbest thing. I'm sorry. I'll just say it. So she came out with Reputation and sang Look What You Made Me Do. Once again, an insane song. It sounds like it's, I mean, meant for, like, 12-year-olds, which if it is, that's fine. Who am I to hate? I was once 12, believe it or not. Then, obviously, sort of point it towards Kanye. Then in 2020, I didn't think this was 2020. I thought it was 2019. No, it was actually, it was actually at the beginning of the pandemic. It was in like March or April last year. Like the full phone call. Because originally Kim leaks like the one clip where Taylor's like, yeah, it's fine. Release whatever, whatever she says. When did she do that though? That was in 2016. Because that's when the, yes. when okay. his song so that releases and Taylor's sense. like, I didn't know about that line. Yes. That makes a lot more sense. Yes, thank you. That's why I was confused. I was like, there is no way this just happened. Okay. I also have no sense of time, but that's besides the point. So then, yes, as Miranda was saying, Kim released a clip of Taylor on the phone because Taylor tweeted something being like, oh, just so we're clear, like, I didn't know that line was being produced. She said something like, oh, I, it's fine. I just, if I were to do that, I would ask the person, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I just do want to, I think what happens is, I don't know if it's Taylor or, like, her agent or someone releases a statement being like, like you said, like, I didn't know, because it's very specific. They're like, I did not know about that line saying, I made that be famous. Mm-hmm. And then she says, she says that he did ask her about the song and Taylor was just like, yes. oh, I would be worried about releasing something that misogynistic, but that's all. And she's like very specific about, I did not know about the line. I made that be famous. Not those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And she also, cause once again, she turned, I'm sorry. I actually am really sorry to say this, but Taylor Swift is like, she has a lot of white feminist ideals. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yes. And she thinks she's like oppressed and it's a thing. I digress. So then, right, so then Kim releases a clip of her saying, oh my God, I got the flowers, thank you, because Kanye or whatever sent her flowers. And then being like, yes, I think that line is hilarious. And she like knew about the line. She was like, it's funny, go ahead, do it. I'm I'm chill. Mm-hmm. And then a whole phone call comes out. Stories twisted a million different ways. These two, Kanye and Taylor, have been like making amends and then reigniting the flames for like years. 
Like literally like years. They're just never in a normal place together and it's weird. I think this feud is hilarious because you have this like skinny 5'10 white woman and this on the other end, this black male rapper now with his wife, who's the most, not anymore, but at the time. Mm -hmm was with his wife, who was literally, probably, arguably, one of the most famous people alive. I don't know anybody who doesn't know the name Kim Kardashian. And it's, like, insane. You know what I mean? Like, you have these two opposite ends of the spectrums. Kim and Kanye handle matters very differently than Taylor does, which is why this entire feud, like, didn't work, you know? Whereas, like, Taylor and Katie were able to get past things very quickly. This feud is so bizarre and so insane. It's also funny because, like I was saying with Taylor, I think she gets into feuds a lot that are very... The people aren't even her age, and it's, like, a weird playing field and it was funny because Kim and Kanye were like this married couple so it was like kind of funny where people were like why is this married couple sort of like you know coming for this girl I also think we think of Taylor as a lot younger than she is because she does this like innocent thing but yeah it was insane it was intense both sides were caught lying so many different times both have such sort of cult followings it was really bizarre I also want to mention, during the time of Kim releasing the phone calls and stuff like that, but in like 2016, Khloe Kardashian decides, Twitter's anarchy right now. The name Kardashian is obviously being looked up. Let me add, let me add to it. Let me say something. So Khloe Kardashian decides to tweet a photo of Khloe Grace Moretz's like vulva. Like it literally was somebody in a bikini with like her lips <laughs> hanging out. Oh no, it was a crazy, oh my God, it was like, or maybe it was like her literal anus, something crazy. But Chloe tweets this insane photo. Chloe Kardashian, I mean. And she's like, at Chloe Grace Moretz, like, I don't even know you guys. I literally cannot even, I don't even remember. I'm completely winging this. Me and my sister were dying. And Chloe Grace Moretz, like, responds to the photo. She's like, that is not me. Wait, no, 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 no. I have the facts. Do you want me to read it? Okay, yes, please. Okay, so apparently Chloe Grace Moretz at some point had called Chloe Kardashian an a-hole. Mm -hmm. And then Chloe tweets, is this the a-hole you're refor referring to at Chloe Thank Grace you. Moretz? Yep. And it's like a picture of her ass out, literally. <laughs> and then Chloe Grace Moretz replies and is like, fact check. First photo is me filming my my movie Neighbors 2. The second photo is some random girl who was wrongfully photographed. <laughs> so it's not even her. And Khloe Kardashian is posting this random woman's whole anus I was gonna on say, Twitter. Guys, imagine, can you imagine I know. logging onto Twitter and Khloe Kardashian is posting a photo of your a-hole and mistaking you for this celebrity. And it's also just crazy because I feel like Khloe Kardashian is not known for this. Yeah. So it was just the most bizarre interaction. Khloe Grace Moretz is like half her age. It was insane. No, Khloe Grace Moretz at the time was literally 19 years old. <laughs> And then Ruby Rose tweets, also, she's part of this, and is defending Chloe Grace Moretz and is like, what are you doing? This girl is a whole 19 years old. 19. Guys, imagine I log onto Twitter right now and somebody's posting a picture of me. Booty out. <laughs> booty out. And it's all because Chloe Grace Moretz, like, spoke out in favor of Taylor Swift during this whole feud. Chloe Kardashian was like, Insane. I gotta do a Chloe versus Chloe thing right now. Let me log onto my Twitter. Yeah, okay, this feud is insane. The way that, because like I said, Taylor Swift has this big sort of girl group following behind her. Chloe Grace Moretz is, ironically, yeah, one of the people who said she like declined to be in it. It's like, a, it's weird, I don't know. Like I said, I think on one side you have like white feminism and on the other side you have Kanye who doesn't care about anything. Insane feud. I mean, obviously the way that it started should have never happened. Obviously, when Kanye went on stage and took the award from Taylor, 
uncalled for insanity. Beyonce was like, dear God, please no, because that's very uncomfortable. But the whole famous debacle is really, really interesting. I mean... I don't know. It was just weird to lie. I mean, on Taylor's part, she could have been like, okay, yes, I heard this part of the song and I didn't think much of it at the time. And Well, actually, what I was saying earlier about the full phone call leaking a year ago, mm-hmm. like literally probably like a year ago this month. So that releases the entire tape, whereas Kim previously had released like a small portion of it on her Snapchat. Yeah. And in the entire tape, it's actually like Kanye says, he doesn't say the exact line, but he says like, oh, what if I said I made you famous? And then Taylor responds Mm -hmm. and is like, in the article that I read, they were like, she obviously seems uncomfortable about it. But what she actually says is like, well, you know, like if that's your story, like if that's the way you saw it, doesn't matter that I, she literally says, doesn't matter that I sold like 7 million copies of my album before you knew me, but like Mm -hmm. if that's, you probably didn't know me before that so yeah sure like if that's your story go ahead Mm -hmm. and she also says something like because he also asked her to promote the song on her twitter and she's like well that's sort of weird why would i be doing that but yeah the full phone call only leaked a year ago and then that was like the last that anybody has heard about this feud yeah i think they have a weird dynamic i do think that taylor gets a lot of uncalled for hate and i think she is sort of an easier target for celebrities to be like let me start beef with someone because number one she has beef with like so many people and They know she's not as outspoken. You know, they know she'd never be the type to throw a shoe at a (laughs) New York Fashion Week party. Whereas Kanye obviously is very comfortable saying whatever he wants and stuff. So I do think she gets a lot of uncalled for hate and a lot of beef started with her. And, you know, I wish her good luck with that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, Taylor's the type to more, like, make her music video with all the snakes and all these allusions to Kim and Kanye and, like, call it a day. But it is interesting, the nuances, because I wonder if, because so many people were criticizing Kanye after the VMA thing and being like, it's so rude, Mm -hmm. so disrespectful. Which I agree, it is disrespectful, but at the same time, it's like, if he wasn't a black man, would people have reacted the same way? You know what I mean? Well, that's just it. That's the problem with these feuds, is I understand why, for example, like Kim would feel the need to defend her husband, because Mm -hmm. it's so easy. Literally, that's why I'm saying Taylor Swift is this small, blonde, white woman. She's actually been called America's sweetheart for literally years and years. Like, she is this face of, like, America wholesomeness. And then Kanye is a dark-skinned black man. So of course, if he releases a song calling this woman the B word and she's claiming he never asked me that, of course he looks like a monster. Whereas if, you know, the Katy Perry and Taylor feud, there was not one sole quote unquote like winner to that because they're both white women with like similar followings, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's why. And also like, let's be real. I mean, Taylor fans are a lot less mature than Kanye fans. Taylor fans are like 12 year olds, you know, or whatever. Whereas Kanye fans, of course, even just to listen to his songs, you've got to be a certain age. There's curse words, whatever, you know? So, you know, I don't, I I will say though to Taylor, and that's why I'm saying once you get to a certain level of fame, the fuse just only help you because Mm -hmm. it just adds to drama and people want to learn more about you and they want to learn more about the feud. And I will say to Taylor though, like not that she deserved any of this, but like you can't pretend like she doesn't somewhat enjoy this and doesn't profit off it because she literally made an entire album dedicated to the fact that she was being labeled as a snake. Mm -hmm. An entire album, an entire era of her career has been spawned from this feud with Kanye. And that's not to say if she didn't have this feud with Kanye, she wouldn't be, of course not. I mean, she's very influential. She's very powerful. But it's just really interesting. I I almost sort of hate when celebrities get into this feud and then they do something in response to it and then claim, oh, I wish it never happened. It's kind of like, well, let's not pretend like your PR team is not living for this. That's not to say she's living for it, I guess. But like, let's not pretend like your team is not using this towards your Mm -hmm. advantage. 
that feud is hilarious. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the one thing is, like, I do think the line, honestly, the line, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex is, like, worse to me than I made that be famous. Like, that's just, like, I agree. pretty gross I agree. to me. But it's interesting because we haven't really talked about the way that fans play a part in all of these feuds. Because mm-hmm. it's also another thing with Katy Perry and Taylor and with, like, Kim Kanye Taylor, where, you know, their fans were online, like, going after the other artists. Mm-hmm. And like you said, at the time, and still sort of today, Taylor's fans were young. And they were like mostly young white girls going after Kim and Kanye. And also going after Katy Perry when that was happening. And so it's just like, I don't know, that just really adds to it. It sucks to be like... Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about on the last episode about, you know, celebrities being online and sometimes they should just leave Twitter or whatever. Call it a day. By the way, Chrissy Teigen came back to Twitter already. Yes. It's been like three weeks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just feel like the fans play such a big part in all of these feuds. Absolutely. And that's why, like you were saying earlier, it does make sense to do a public roquet now because there has been a lot of instances where celebrities need to be like, okay, just because I'm beefing with someone, please do not be sending them literal mm-hmm. death threats. Please don't be, you know, because there have obviously been people turn it into like a race thing with Kanye. Yeah. People make it, you know, misogynistic in response to Taylor. Like everyone just turns disgusting with it. And my advice to everyone would be, you don't know these celebrities. We will literally like never know the full truth mm-hmm. because like we were saying, it's like Kim came out with a clip of it and then there's a bigger clip it, whatever. You'll never know the full truth behind these stories. We don't know these celebrities. We can never understand how much of it is like a PR team and stuff versus them unless we're actually literally a part of that team. So my advice would just be like, stop even defending people. Or you can just like make a podcast and rant about it on your own time. <laughs> and with that being said, I do want to say none of that applies to our love towards Zendaya. I'm always on Twitter being like, guys, like literally shut up. You don't know this artist. Why do you take so much time defending them? Like literally none of your faves are perfect. Yeah. Like they're all so problematic. And then I'm like, this doesn't relate to Zendaya. She can do no wrong and I will defend her till my death. So I really and I fully feel stand like I will never and do not support anyone the way that I support Zendaya. Just because she just seems like so much more genuine and like I mean, I don't we don't need to get into it. Mm-hmm. But my point is like mm-hmm. it's eat the rich except Zendaya. I'm honestly sorry. I'm honestly sorry. Girl, imagine <laughs> imagine imagine in like ten years or something, or like not even ten years. Like, imagine, like, sometime in the near future, like, Zendaya's, like, completely exposed. Oh, my God, no. For being, like, a monster and, like, because it's it's really funny because you and I, it's so funny because I always think this, we low-key sound so stupid we're always, like, I know. this seems so genuine because, like, we do. we're smart enough to acknowledge that we don't know celebrities, so it's funny that you and I are, like, <laughs> Oh no, because she seems genuine, she must be. And it's like funny because like we are literally convinced that we know her, like down to like her core. Like we are convinced that if she were to walk into this room right now, we would be able to be like, oh my God, Z, and like we would know what, how she talks and what she likes to talk about and all that. And it's, it low-key makes us insane and it's, it's low-key delusion. And it's funny because I always think about it and I'm like, one of these days... <laughs> Or, okay, not actually, but, like, imagine if, like, something, like, crazy, like, came out about her and she was like, yeah, I fully have been, like, faking it all these years. I know. Ah, we do God, sound sort of delusional. The goopery of it all. That wouldn't be right. And, like, obviously, if something really bad came out, I'm, like, gonna believe, like, you know, whoever if is accusing, like, you know, I'm not gonna, Julia's like, I don't know. <laughs> actually, I will say, I will say the D- Zendaya fandom, something came out about her. Like last weekend or whatever, and everyone was like, "It's literally that too." That was not even bad. That was which like, I agree with. Somebody was like, "Oh, she was sort of rude to me at a restaurant." No, it wasn't bad. No, I agree, it wasn't bad at all because she's literally said multiple times, 
I'm such an introvert. Sometimes people mistake my quietness for like rudeness. Mm. Like I completely, I actually fully was one of the people being like, yeah, it's actually not true. But <laughs> it's just funny to think about. Like I feel like yeah. it would take a lot for like yeah. us Zendaya fans Listen. to genuinely be like, oh my God, F her. Like a I know lot. Julia doesn't like me talking about this, but I have met Zendaya twice. Uh-huh. And the first time, sorry, I'm not bragging, but I just do want to say like the first time that I met her, she literally had worked 10 hours probably wanted to go home and sleep. She stops to talk to myself and my friends because she knows, she like recognized us, knew that we had been there all day. I'm talking about on set. The point is she was really nice and she like genuinely spoke to us and like went out of her way. And you know, not many celebrities do that. You're going to call her rude? Anyway. There's someone we haven't messaged. <laughs> There's someone we haven't messaged. Oh Wait, my God. What am I saying? <laughs> There's someone we haven't mentioned this whole episode this person is not in any of our feud lists timothy chalamet i hate you so much (laughs) i literally i I literally was sitting here and i was like why does this episode feel so different i know i'm in a different location but there's something more to the content and it might be mr chalamet we don't have to talk about him no listen i want to talk about him i want to talk about my feud with timothy chalamet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're like and the feud I've been waiting for Miranda versus Timothy <laughs> dude in the future when we like actually become famous we're like gonna make an episode about like you like exposing Timothy yes honestly I'm ready for it let me get my investigative journalism chops out that'd be so entertaining I'll be ready Timothy watch out mm-hmm. guys Timothy the other day um, was at this store in New York City and uh, bought Lily a dress nobody knows so. who Lily is I wish oh, you a man mean Lily would buy Rose me a dress. Depp. What'd you say? You mean Lily Rose Depp? Yeah, as opposed to who? I literally thought you meant your friend, Lily. <laughs> I was like, nobody listening knows who that is, Julia. Because <laughs> I thought you were joking. Dude, why would you think? I thought you were joking. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, why would you think I would so casually say he bought Lily? Okay, yeah. He would, though. Anyway. They've met him. Move on. He gave them a bagel. Anyways, I wish a man would buy me a dress. <laughs> We just end the episode. <laughs> Everyone's like, that's nice, Julia. Bye, guys. Okay. Can you imagine if I was like, I wish a man would buy me a dress. Well, guys, I hope you enjoy me and Miranda. <laughs> guys, cash up Julia the money for a dress. Please. Oh, my God. Guys, imagine if Timothy Chalamet actually cash up me. Okay. Honestly, and he was should. like, okay, I'm not. He's like, I'm not at your college, but oh, my God, I'm going to New York City this weekend. What if I see them? That'd be too much. <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> nothing to say. I'm like, what if I see them? All right, bye, guys. <laughs> because, like, honestly, he's just a... T- See, this is my problem. I-, I get these ideas of celebrities in my head. So then I know... Like, my friends and I have talked about it, and we're like, if we met Timothy, though, we would just, like, oink at him. Like, you know? Because, like, we-, we always are like, oh, he's such a pig boy. But, like, we have these ideas of him in our head, and we think of him as, like, our guy friend that we make fun of. So it's just create like even Zendaya if I met her in person I'd be like oh my god like hey bestie like can I have a sip of your water like it'd be insane like she'd be like who are you what are you talking about and with Timothy I'd be like oh my god you look insane like making fun of him and he'd be like what what's happening so that would be my feud with their fans because their fans would be like back off maybe hey we've been talking about Timothy for so long I'm like exhausted (sighs) 
I know it's really hard for you. I wanted to quickly mention, I won't waste your guys' time. Although this is very interessante. I wanted to quickly mention Kylie Jenner and Jordan Woods. This feud, I'm sure a lot of you know it. They've been best friends for so long from like 2012 to 2019 or so. They were inseparable. If you follow the Kardashians, if you know anything about the Kardashians, I'm sure you've seen her a million times. She was always the classic. Her and Kylie would twin. They take their very similar vibes. They pose for photos together on Instagram that would literally receive millions of likes. Very, very facey. And the big goopery of it all was that Chloe's boyfriend, Tristan Thompson, and now baby daddy, was seen kissing Jordan in 2019. So it was a big deal. Obviously, on Keeping Up With The Kardashians, they actually literally revealed the exact moment that, because like Kim was doing one of like the video diaries things and it literally showed the exact moment she like got a call from like Kendall or someone being like, oh my God, oh my God, like, do you see what's happening? Blah, blah, blah. It was blowing up obviously in their family group chats. Kylie was actually like not seen as a part of it for a while because obviously imagine your best friend and all this stuff. So this was crazy in the brain Z. And Chloe was mad. Chloe was out for vengeance. Chloe was furious. Keep in mind, Tristan had already cheated on Chloe before. Also keep in mind that Tristan, while Chloe was giving birth, like actively giving birth to her daughter, True, like Tristan was cheating on her. He cheated on her multiple times. He's made a mockery of her multiple times. News outlets, when they report on her getting back with him, they literally, this one news outlet literally called her Bobo the Fool or Boo Boo the Fool, whatever. Oh Quite literally a news outlet referred to her as that because zero self-respect. She was furious at Jordan. We didn't hear her at all yelling at Tristan or anything. She's furious at Jordan. Kylie took her a really long time to like take this in, obviously, but she immediately said, let's, like, she was like, let's all relax, please, because you're saying some really mean things about Jordan right now. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is all being televised. Even the stuff that isn't being televised, though, is getting out, obviously. So Kylie's like, back off a little bit. Like, Jordan, I think Jordan was 21. Yeah, she was 20 or 21. They're both really young. Once again, very young. Once again, Khloe Kardashian has a streak of coming for, like, young women. Once again, Jordan Woods is a black woman. So it was a big thing. Then Jordan goes on Red Table Talk with, which is Jada Pickett Smith's Facebook show. It's actually really entertaining. She does it really well. She's on there a lot with like Willow and her mother. I think this one was with maybe Jada and her mom. I think so. I could be wrong. I've, I've watched it because I don't think it was just um, Jada. But the thing is, the Smiths, for those of you who don't know, Jada Pickett Smith is married to Will Smith, Willow Smith, Jaden Smith, all these people. The Smiths actually helped raise Jordan Woods. Mm -hmm. Her father passed when she was really young. The Smiths are quite literally her family. And Jaden Smith was the one who introduced Kylie and Jordan. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Jada prefaced Red Table Talk by being like, I'm showing no favoritism. We're laying out the facts and we're getting them straight. I am not protecting you. At the end of the day, you did kiss a man who was in a relationship. Like she fully was like, you did kiss a man who was in a relationship. Like I'm not protecting you for that. So it was done really well. And Jordan was obviously very upset. And Jordan, the truth of it, it was not a makeout. It was actually Tristan grabbed her and like kissed her. And it was the thing. And of course the photo was taken. And actually the truth is, Tristan was like begging her to like go back to like his hotel room and stuff and all this stuff. Or, or maybe it was his hotel room and he wanted her to stay, whatever. He was begging her to take it so much further. It literally was a kiss. He wanted to spend the night with her. He was so enamored by her, very attracted to her. Which also... Actively in a relationship with Khloe Kardashian. How old was Tristan Thompson at the time? I just feel like... I don't, I, I don't know. But yes, Jordan is young, if that's what you're getting at. Yes. Yeah, I think that the power imbalance with... I expect him to be like at least a few years older than her. I just feel like that power imbalance is like in play as well. Anyway. Yes. And Jordan was actually the mature and responsible one for being like, absolutely not. That is ridiculous. Whatever. Then this all came out. So her fault in this though was she didn't go to them right away, which she fully admitted was so wrong. And she was like, yeah, I'm an idiot for that. I don't know why I didn't say something. 
She was thinking about it, like she like wanted to go up to Chloe and say it immediately and then obviously didn't. That's on her 100% because they kept saying if she had apologized right away, it'd be different. And, and Jada agreed, like Jada fully was like, no, that's on you. Like, why would you not do that? But the way that she was talked about on their show and like their producers of their own show, like they, like they see what's going to be aired. Like this is no one forcing a narrative on them. The way that she was talked about, especially by Khloe Kardashian, someone who's so much older than her, someone who literally has viewed her as a younger sister because she's mm-hmm. she's her younger sister's best friend. They consider themselves sisters. The way she was talked about was disgusting. And the way that the Kardashians treated her, at least in my opinion, was gross. And Khloe was posted up with Tristan. But Tristan was the catalyst for all, he was the problem in all of this. And she goes back to him every time. And not only that, but it's like, she, I understand because listen, her big thing too was like, he's my baby daddy. Like, I don't want True to grow up without a dad. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. 100% understand that. Not at all faulting her for that. But there's a huge difference between like allowing your daughter to know and love and spend time with her father and being in a relationship with him. Yes. An unhealthy relationship. An unhealthy relationship. That's, he publicly embarrassed you multiple times. I remember like a few episodes later, because Kim hadn't liked Tristan for a while. And of course, this made Kim very mad. And like literally a few episodes later, it was like his birthday. And Chloe was like already back with him or whatever. And was like it literally yelling at Kim because Kim didn't like Tristan, which is insane. If someone cheated on my sister multiple times, yeah, you can guarantee he does not have my support. And Chloe was like, please just get along with him. Please get along with him. So like the camera crew went with them to like this like birthday dinner or whatever. And Kim was like, I finally see the light. Like, Tristan's honestly a really good guy. Like, blah, blah. And I was like, what, like, what is happening? And once again, I think a big part of it is their fetishization of black men mm-hmm. and their complete admiration and sexualization of these black men and being like, no, they're amazing. They can do no wrong. However, Jordan's a black woman. Like, F her. She failed. We don't need her. Which is ironic because a lot of their style is influenced by black women, if not all of it. They walk out here in cornrows and grills and they look insane. So Chloe and Tristan are totally fine now. It was actually just his birthday recently. They like all posted for him or maybe not all, but I think I saw Kim post for him saying she loves him. Jordan is nowhere in the picture, which nobody expected. There was a lot of rumors flying around that they would, Jordan and Kylie would make up. I'm pretty sure Kylie even said maybe she was open to it, whatever. Completely never happened. Kylie's right hand is now Stassi. And yeah, yeah. They're not together at all. And Jordan has been spending a lot more time with black women, like real black women. Good for her. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying she, you know, is better off without them. So we'll see. Oh, that's also another thing is that a lot of the Kardashians, I think, were claiming they like made her. Yeah. Like literally saying like we invented her. We're the reason she's famous, Um, which is ridiculous because the Smiths literally like raised her. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if Will Smith is like your adopted father, Mm. I don't think you have your life to owe to the Kardashians. (laughs) The biggest annoyance to me in this whole feud is the double standard. The way that Tristan was like, first of all, not even talked about as much. Like they're talking badly about Jordan on Keeping Up With The Kardashians like every week and Tristan's just like barely in the conversation and then she Chloe gets back with him and they're still back together like what's actually happening but that's my thing I understand like I understand them maybe being like okay Tristan's true's dad we don't want her to grow up and watch this episode and be like yeah oh my god my dad's the worst but number one they chose to put the situation on the episode so it's not like she's not going to know this didn't happen they've actually they chose to make the situation very public and I think what it was was they chose to make it public to make you know chloe look like the victim and jordan look like the bad guy when in reality everyone watching this was like so okay so when is tristan getting in trouble and it was like yeah kim was the only person being like are none of us mad at tristan like what's going on and that's what bothers me it also makes me upset that kylie who i think was also 21 at the time 
was the one who had to tell her older sisters, I know, you are bullying somebody. And Kylie was the one who had such a right to be upset, obviously. Mm-hmm. Imagine your best friend kissing your sister's baby daddy, of course. But she had to be the one to like take a second and be mature and be like, guys, please remember that we can't talk about her like this. Especially that it was being televised. Like there was like one point, one point, sorry, where Chloe or something was like gonna call Jordan on speaker or whatever. And like Kylie was like, can you not do it on speakerphone? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, exactly. And she's not even friends with her anymore, but she still was like, this is like weirdly inhumane. Mm-hmm. And she's like a young black woman. She's 21. Give it a break. And I'm just confused. I understand, like I said, wanting to like protect Tristan a little bit. But then why are you so willing to talk bad about Jordan? That doesn't make sense. Why can't you also protect Jordan? Exactly. Either be completely rude to both of them and whatever because you're upset or just don't like televise this. Like, yeah, I don't understand what's happening. And a lot of their friends, they were like yelling at their friends because a lot of their quote unquote friends, they have a lot of people that are, there are a lot of people associated with the Kardashians that are like not famous and like kind of like mooch off them and like want to be famous and it's a whole thing. And a lot of them were like taking to Instagram, like saying these things like about the situation and it got like really messy and it was getting so inappropriate because it was like all these grown women with like children and husbands like being like, yeah, F that girl. Like it was getting really crazy. And I even remember there was like this part where I think it was like Kim and Chloe and maybe Courtney as well, I think. No, maybe it was like Malika. I don't know. It was someone random. They were singing some like old R&B song that was like a diss track. And like Kylie immediately was like, yeah. you guys must understand this looks like it's directed towards her. Like, please delete that immediately. And obviously someone with their following, even if something's up for two seconds, thousands of people have seen it. So it was getting really, really messy. And I think they acted a lot on impulse. And it makes me mad because I understand acting on impulse, but to be so famous and to make it so public in that sense on a whim, like whatever you make public, you got to think about. Like we have Taylor Swift, for example, who when something happens to her, yes, she's going to her team and she's making these statements. They were just, you know, diss after diss after diss after diss. Let's public, let's, you know, televise this. Let's post things on Instagram. Let's do this. Let's do that. Our friends are staying. It was ridiculous. Like it was literally ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure Chloe like literally talked to like the press or something before she even talked to Jordan. Mess. Yeah. Complete mess. I actually, th- those were one of those situations where I actually lost a lot, a lot of respect. Like a lot. Like I, I don't even care who those people are. That instance is really wrong. And there's this woman on YouTube you guys should watch. I forget her name. It's like Harriet something. And she literally just does what we're doing. She like sits and explains pop culture things going on. And she just like talks about it. There's like, she doesn't even like edit the videos. It's actually really like comforting. It's fun, whatever. And I had to do this project for my African-American studies class. And I was about to actually do the Jordan situation because whatever. I ended up talking about mixed dish and how it's like not great. But the Jordan situation, like hearing this woman on YouTube talk about it was like really impactful. because She was a black woman being like, the way it was disproportionately bad for Jordan is inexcusable. Exactly. And it's very pointed. And I'm happy that they're all just like separate now. And hopefully Jordan just goes out and lives her life and is like good and moisturized and (laughs) she's gorgeous. She'll be okay. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think that we should be thankful that Jordan escaped the Kardashians. I mean, even Kylie said like a couple times she was like, which who knows if this is accurate or not, but she says, oh, I was like really codependent on Jordan. I did everything with her. I think at the end of the day, it's better that now I'm like forced to be my own individual and do things on my own. So maybe it's better for Kylie too. I think it's definitely better for Jordan. I like wish her the best. That's the thing. I'm sure, I'm sure they have like talked and I'm sure they've have just been like, mm-hmm. maybe we just like should go our separate ways, you know? So yeah, hopefully it's for the best for everybody. Because Kylie, I honestly, Kylie is the other person I do feel bad for in this situation because literally where do you go from there? Riddle me that. <laughs> and on that note, let's end the episode. On that note, guys, 
I think you should all buy your girlfriend dresses. Also, I guess the moral of the story is stop being so unreasonably rude to black people, Mm -hmm. successful black people especially. If you don't like seeing them thrive, you can close your eyes. And that's that on that. The moral of the story is fight in private. Don't fight on your podcast with your best friend like Julie and I do. Yay. (laughs) Exactly. Miranda, if you could have a celebrity, if you were famous like right now, let's say we were really famous like I don't want to say like podcasters, but like let's say we were really famous like entertainment hosts, right? And if you had to feud with anyone, who would it be and why? And like it was a really public ordeal. This is hard. My mind goes blank. Mm-hmm. Because all I want to say is Timothy Chalamet because I said that earlier. But I feel like that's sort of a cop out. I know you do. Yeah. Honestly, mm, I was going to say Taylor Swift because I was going to be like, it'd be kind of fun to have a song written about me. But at the same time, I'm like scared of Taylor Swift fans coming after me on the internet. True. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was thinking her as well. And I was like, her fans they would, murder would destroy me. me. Like destroy. Who would you say then? My answer would be Drake Bell. Mm-hmm. Because he had a really, really funny feud with Justin Bieber. Where Justin fans, if you literally were to go on his Instagram, all of Drake Bell's comments were calling him a princess, which is really problematic in and of itself and very terrible implications behind that. But it was insane. He had this weird feud with Justin Bieber and it was so funny. And I think he'd be cool because like, I think a lot of people would take my side. (laughs) And I think it'd be really funny, like the stuff that I would have to say about Drake Bell. Like, I, I don't even hate him. It's just like, that would be a good feud to have. And like, who are Drake Bell fans? Yeah, who are Drake Bell fans? He's now a Spanish singer, too. Oh, yeah. He, like, only sings in Spanish and stuff, so. And I still remember some words from my school days. Okay, your answer, please. Let's hear from the audience. Not so hard. It's not. It is. Although, I'm just going to hold you to it, and you will never forget it. Forever. (laughs) I know you will. I'm put on the spot. I'm under pressure. This is not a good Mm -hmm. situation for me. Mm -hmm. Cancer Leo Cusp Nightmare. Yeah. Okay. My answer is Bella Thorne Uh, because I just think that it would be funny. I just think that would be like really funny. Mm, That's a really good answer, especially because you're such a Zendaya fan. Zendaya would definitely like like, tell you secrets about her. Yeah, Zendaya would like side with me. She would would help me. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like Bella has this social media presence that's like just ridiculous enough that it would be so entertaining. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. You could find like the craziest like photos and that's how I feel about Drake Bell as well like it's just like a, mm-hmm. there's so much to work with there okay guys well please tell us who you would feud with by emailing us at pandraspberry@gmail.com. follow us on Instagram DM us send us texts send us um those little iMessage fun board games <laughs> send us the fart sound effects if you like download a cute app or something and cash at me it'll totally please. be in the description Yes. Love you guys mucho, as Drake Bell would say. And see you next time. Can't wait. Please, Drake Bell and Bella Thorne, send us hate mail. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed another episode of Miranda and I going on about God knows what this time. If you'd like to hear more of our ramblings, come back every Wednesday for another glimpse into the one small but strong brain cell Julia and I share. Unless, of course, this is our season finale. Well, yeah, but we would have specified that before this outro, right? I want to say yes, but it also seems like something we'd forget, seeing as you've just pinned us as girls with literally half a brain cell each, so... Well, I assumed that brain cell was three-fourths mine, and you had that 25% all to yourself. 
As Miranda has made clear, join us next week or go back to our previous episodes to keep you quenched for the next seven days. I'm Julia. And I'm Miranda. Thanks for listening to us. Put Put the the P P in raspberry. Miranda, you were like really behind on that. That that was weird. I I wasn't behind. You were, Miss Three-Fourths Brain Cell. You absolutely were. Okay, well, you just talk fast and I was taking my time. Leos are always taking their time, and it's like, for what exactly? For what? Uh, it sounded good. Our audience loved it. It sounded good. And you know what? 